This is another episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Robert. What's going on? Oh, not much. Just, you ready to record another podcast episode? Let's use lots of acronyms in this one. That sounds great. Cool. I, <laughs> yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but sounds good to me. All right, cool. Well, let's dive into a few here. <laughs> well, yeah, the reason uh, you mentioned acronyms is because we were talking about B2B and B2C businesses, which... I think most business leaders probably know kind of at least what those stand for, but in case they don't, or they just want to be reminded, what what does B2B and B2C stand for? Yep. So B2B is business to business, and then B2C is business to consumer. So like B2B would be a company selling cups to Starbucks. They're a cup manufacturer selling to another business, and then B2C would be Starbucks themselves selling coffee to consumers. And so majority of businesses fall into one of those two categories. There's certainly some others we'll hit at the end, but... For the most part, you can decide whether your company is B2B or B2C. Okay, well, why do we care about the difference between those two things? Like, what what really distinguishes a B2B business versus a B2C business? Sure, really, it's because the, the consumer, your end product you're trying to sell to, whether it's a business or a consumer at the end there, is in a very different state. You know, if you're a B2B company, the people you work with are going to have specific goals and budgets and timelines and generally have a budget in place and really be planning to work with you where B2C is often more spontaneous. You know, people may have a, a budget. If you're buying a new laptop, you may save up a few months for, you know, for that. But usually it's, not usually, it's often at least low ticket items. You're selling soft drinks or food or you know, lots of just consumer products that people aren't saving up a budget for. You don't have to meet with a committee and you're just trying to sell as many products as you can. And I'd say generally speaking, B2C, you have to sell a lot more stuff than B2B. In B2B, you get big contracts generally and work with the company on whatever it is. Uh, B2C though, you gotta sell more and more cups of coffee to keep it going, you know. So it's a different different technique on how you'll handle your messaging and marketing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things that you have always said uh, that differentiates the two is with B2B, you're kind of spending somebody else's money. Right, You're, that's you're very spending true. the business's money, and like you said, you have a budget, and okay, I've got $10,000 to go find a vendor for X, right? And I'm, I, you know, I'm gonna go spend this money, and I wanna be careful about it, and I wanna be a good steward of the business's resources, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not coming out of my pocket. Right. Whereas if I'm a consumer, I, you know, my budget is based on what I'm able to earn and what's in my bank account. And yep. you know, if I can save a lot more money, then okay, cool, I might do that because that means I have more money left over for this thing. And it's a lot more personal and direct versus B2B, which you know is still personal, but but feels a little bit more or distinct. So so what are the the similarities between those two things? Because there, you know, there there are plenty of differences, but. At the end of the day, there's you know there's one big similarity. Yeah, I think the main thing people miss a lot is they say business to business. I'm working with Starbucks. Like you are, but you're not really. You're working with Susie or John or someone at Starbucks. It's all humans. B two B, B two C, any of the others. There's humans at both ends of the transaction. So it's important to remember that you're not working with the faceless Starbucks. You're working with people inside of there that work with the organization for any situation you have. And like you said, these people are not going to be pulling money out of their wallet if it's B2B. They're pulling out of a budget, but it's still still a person. It's still human connections. You know, you're not going to say, I'm getting on a call with Starbucks this afternoon. No, I'm getting on a call with, with Steve, you know, from Starbucks to work on that account. And so remembering it's all humans all the way down is essential and, and is awesome. You know, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. So H to H instead. Humans yeah, there you human. go. Yeah, that's, that's what they all are. That's yeah. what all of our businesses are. For sure. No, I had another question that kind of popped into my mind as we're talking about that. Are there any businesses that are both that kind of fit in both of those categories? I mean, they might be different divisions of the same company or whatever, but like, are there any chances that like some businesses do business with 
again, both businesses and consumers? Yeah, I think there's probably quite a few. I think law firms might be a good example of that, where they help your company sure. in litigation, but might help you from that car accident too. And I think a lot of law firms pick one side or the other, but there's, I'm sure there's plenty of out there that are general practitioners that will help with yeah, B2B kind of stuff, helping your company through legal issues, and B2C, helping you through your legal issues. And I think you'll see that a lot of service-based companies like that will serve some businesses and also serve consumers and can kind of straddle that line a bit, which... Again, if, you, if you're a general practitioner like that, serving everyone, it makes it more difficult to do effective marketing because you're not targeting a specific group, but it's out there and it can work for some. Sure, that's true. One of the clients that we have right now is an HVAC company, and most of what they do is residential heating and cooling for, for homes and individuals, yeah. so it's B2C, but they also have a division that does commercial. So they're yeah. going to big businesses and you know warehouses and that kind of stuff to do all their air conditioning. And that's a lot more B2B because they're, they're working with somebody who's spending, again, the business's money versus their right. own personal money. So, yeah, there, there are plenty of examples. Good example, of those. Yeah. Um, and let's talk a little bit about you know, what that looks like for their marketing. And we've touched on, like, how important it is to focus on an audience maybe. But are there any other ways that, you know, being B2B versus B2C impacts how you market your business? There is. And that's where we've largely chosen B2B for our company. Not that it's better necessarily, it's just a, a different area of expertise. And so we've kind of focused on that, can learn to be great at that. And we know certainly many other agencies in the area that focus on B2C and we direct people there when needed because they focus on that and they've learned better techniques there and use different social channels and just a different way of doing things. So in our case, we know how to make a difference for B2B firms and we can't really help as much with B2C. So it's a, a different kind of thing. And then really B2C marketing, some of that is just crucial. You know, it's just a different approach. You know, you can see like, Basically, every TV ad you see is B2C, which right. is kind of a different thing. And so it's just it's a different approach and just one that we've chosen not to take on, but it's certainly huge, and there's lots of great agencies that do that instead of B2B. Yeah, there, there are, I can think of a, a few handful of commercials that are B2B. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, Comcast Business, where they're like, oh, we can help your business grow. Right, and certainly some of that, yeah. There are some out there because at the end of the day, you know, even if we're representing a business and, hey, you know, I've got this budget to spend, we're also consumers, right? right. We're always... Also, like, you know, I need to go get my hair cut, so I'm, I'm looking for a barber, and I need to go get my car serviced, so I'm also looking for a mechanic. So, like, we're also, even though many of us are in the B2B space, in a lot of cases, like, we can also switch hats and put on our consumer hat and think about that for a moment of, you know, what kind of advertisement is going to be effective on me when I'm, I'm shopping for this. Right, yeah. This, um, the CTO yeah. of your company watches TV, too, mm-hmm. and so he's yeah. going to see the Taco Bell commercial that might inspire him to go down the road and get that, but he's going to see the Comcast business commercial as well, and that will affect how he thinks it works a little bit. So you certainly see some of that, but I think largely broadcast kind of stuff, billboards, TV, tends to be more B2C, but again, there's... There's no distinct lines in any of this kind of stuff. I mean, it's a lot of just different gray areas. Yeah, and I think oftentimes also the B2C market tends to, like the audiences tend to be just a lot more broad, right? Like you may know that, okay, we tend to work better with, you know, middle-aged women who are homeowners and have this level of income or whatever. But generally, like you're saying, if you're putting up a billboard or putting out a TV ad, like you're hitting everybody. It's a lot more of a kind of broad shotgun approach that's really trying to scale because as you also alluded to, Starbucks has just got to sell a lot of coffee, you know? right. and they may know, okay, you know, young professionals in their 30s who have this much disposable income are going to be the ones that we're really going to target because they drink coffee, but you know, if, if an older person who's unemployed comes off the street like, and wants to buy coffee, they're going to sell to that person too. So right. it is a lot more broad audience-wise, where B2B can be a lot more focused and specific on, hey, we market to CTOs of this kind of business who has this kind of budget and is in this kind of area. Like, again, the, the focus on the audience is a lot of the times 
where you can see that distinction. Yeah, and I see B2B also needing more direct trust to do business in a lot of cases, where B2C takes sort of the implied trust. You sure. see a Coke ad, you don't trust Coca-Cola, the company per se, but you've had it before, your friends have it. It's kind of that implied trust where B2B is more, you need to get to know each other more personally to make yeah. the deal happen. It's not just, not often I think a CTO of a big company is going to see a Comcast business where it's like, cool, let's do that. But if he gets to know the people there and has a, you know, just a relationship developed, that can make a bigger difference. And again, so I think B2B often has a much longer sales cycle too. Sure. Compared to, certainly compared to like Starbucks, which is a sales cycle of, you know, three minutes from walking in <laughs> and getting it. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so to that point, kind of, I think networking and relationship building is I mean, I think probably crucial to both, but more crucial to B2B, right? Correct. Like you, oh, yeah. You know, a Coca-Cola representative is not going to go to a, a networking event and start trying to just sell individual Cokes. Right. It's not going to be worth his time. <laughs> but if you're selling big contracts and you're trying to find a business that you can build a long-term relationship with and, and hopefully close a long sales cycle, then it's going to be a lot more beneficial for B2B companies. Yep. Well said. So, again, we've, we've dissected these two acronyms, B2B and B2C, or maybe even H to H. Did we, <laughs> there you go. Did we, I, somebody out there has probably already come up yeah, with that. Yeah, I would but, think so. Um, but there are lots of other acronyms. There are lots of other kind of a little bit more niche uh, ways to look at businesses. And, and some of these can kind of fit into larger buckets of B2B or B2C. But what are some of the other acronyms out there that could describe businesses? Yeah, sure. So a few of the bigger ones out there are D to C, so direct to consumer. This would be something like Warby Parker, which... Again, you could very easily call that B2C because it's business to consumer, but mm-hmm. a direct to consumer without the middleman is, is a little more focused. So again, it's, I think they're like a B2C company, but D2C is a little more precise for what they are. Okay. You have C2C, which is just consumer to consumer like Etsy, where just a person is selling another product to another person. There's not really a business there. It's almost like C to B to C with Etsy <laughs> in the middle, but sure. ultimately it's consumer to consumer. Sure. Uh, you have B2G, which is business to government. So you see like construction firms and stuff that you know bid on the big government job, and that's what they do. And then business to employee, where a business is selling to employees of another company. Like, you know, if we have insurance options, you know, we're a business, you know, Allstate might then work directly with you as an employee. You know, you can go to a portal or whatever and choose your insurance options. So the business to employee, BDE is another one. And there's a ton of others, but those are kind of the four other second second tier big ones behind the main B2B and B2C and HH. <laughs> it's, it's just fascinating to think about when you get into these specific things because there are those little niches and corners of the markets that you don't really often think about. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, like those employee insurance companies or gosh, you know, we've tried to bid with local governments before sometimes and right. it's, it's a whole different it's a whole different thing. Like, yep. And it really does almost require a specialty for how to work with a, the bureaucracy of a government. So yeah, yeah. like with governments, there's, I think most companies either work entirely with governments or don't work with them at all because it's such a, yeah, such a different animal to work with government entities. And if you can become good at it, learn that bidding process and you can build those relationships and stuff, you can mm-hmm. be wildly successful. But if you don't, it's a whole, whole interesting place to get into. Yeah. And then also again, C to C, the consumer to consumer is also interesting. I think that's probably become a lot more common these days with, like you said, platforms like Etsy, but even Facebook Marketplace and Uber is kind of that because there's yeah. two consumers who are kind of both making money, but of course there's a big entity in the middle. Right, all these have a big entity in the middle. It. Yeah, yeah, but they're but they're a lot more facilitated because of the internet, because of the technologies yep. that we have that allow people to connect and exchange kind of money in in a more open marketplace. Again, there's there are certainly limitations within that, but again, it's it's fascinating to watch as some of those businesses grow up around these these new kind of markets. Yep, for sure. 
So if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Melon, a B2B specializing digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. And you can also find show notes and more episodes at abrighterweb.com.